Ramble. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of You Can Sit With Us. I am your host, Maggie, and I'm joined by Becky. Hello. And Miss Rainey Hello. on the ones and Seuss. It's just us today, and we are doing another episode of Ask the Expert. Woo-hoo. And this time, we are talking about makeup with Becky Moi. Wah, wah, Becky wah, the Moi. Makeup artist. <laughs> Becky. Yes. How has your <laughs> relationship with makeup changed since college? I know, or maybe even high school. Oh, my God. How did you start off? How did you get interested in it? How have you evolved? Evolved greatly. It went from nothing to everything very quickly. Everything? Yeah. So in high school, I wasn't allowed to wear makeup until I was like 16. Mm. And then, of course, I like kept stuff in my locker. Yeah. Sorry, mom and dad. (laughs) Um, But I did that. And then college, I really only did makeup when I was like going to be in a play. Mm. So I did stage makeup. I never really did. I did put on like a little bit, but I was like, I, I will fully own to being a scumbag in college. Like I wore pants that were 10 sizes too big, sweatpants, no way. sweatshirt. I did not start drinking coffee until after college. And I think that was very telling of after college how my mornings coffee. went. Yeah. I drank a lot of pop. Oh um, my God. Yeah. Just really never did my hair. Never. I really didn't do much at all. <laughs> um, I was a little scuzzy. And then once I moved to L.A. and I decided that I didn't want to do acting anymore, I was getting a little more interested in makeup as an adult because um, from waiting tables, this is a trick. They say if you wear something in your hair or you are wearing makeup with like a fun lipstick color or something like that. Yeah, they say wear pigtails. Uh-huh. Ugh. You're you're more likely to get tipped. I don't know what it is, but I was like, okay, I want tips. So I would start wearing makeup at work. Um and yeah, when I came to LA and I decided acting wasn't for me anymore, I had a girlfriend who was a makeup artist and I was like, ooh, maybe that would be fun. Mm. So I gave that a try for a little while and it was fun, mm-hmm. but I like to work smarter, not harder. Mm-hmm. So when influencing came up, I was like, yes, please. Yes. I'll do this. I'll do some tutorials on the gram. Yeah. Um. So I mostly did that. And then I still do Keith's makeup every once in a while. I did the boys' makeup for the book. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'll do little things here and there. Yeah. I did Zach and Maggie's makeup for Maggie's 30th email party. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she gave me my side bangs, too. She does hair. Yeah, if, you beg her, <laughs> if you beg her enough. Yeah, yeah. If you give me enough compliments, I'll do your bangs. Well, she was, like, not satisfied with my bangs. She's like, Maggie, you have to do the side bang. I was like, I try. That just, it's not just, it's not just she I want to do it anymore. She had a little part, and I was like, that is not emo. <laughs> Paramore would be disappointed. You were but. right. You were right. But my, I have fully trained my hair not to do that anymore. But yeah. you were right. Yeah. And you made it work. You really <laughs> sprayed the shit out of my hair. Yeah. I mean, that's the secret. It's just hairspray and damage, heat damage. Yes. <laughs> but yeah, now I do mostly. So I worked at, for like background, I worked for Lancome for a few years as a freelancer. I worked f- doing makeup. I worked for... Um, Exuviance, which is a skincare company. That's where, if you've ever heard me say that David Dang was my boss before, he was. that's where he was my boss. Um, so I sold skincare in Ulta's. And then uh, what else did I do? Oh, and then I worked at a quote-unquote clean beauty store, mm. which I will not name because I don't like them anymore. Oh. So they don't get the joy of knowing. They don't get any free promo from me. <laughs> not a chance. Not sponsored. Never. Hashtag sponsored. not sponsored. All right. We're going to break it down. First, we're going to talk about products. Woo! 
So I love products. I am what you would call a product whore. Yes. Becky. I love them. Reviews lots of products and has lots of opinions. So <laughs> I will also say most of them come to me for free. So caveat. Caveat. I am not buying all of these things on my own. <laughs> Perk. Is it more important to have high quality skincare or high quality makeup? Mm. I think it's better. Well, it's better to have what works for your skin, whether yes. that's um, most people equate high quality to being more expensive and low mm. quality being more drugstore, which isn't necessarily true. Um, we ha- I think we mentioned it the last time we didn't ask the expert, but there are basically two beauty brands that own everyone, and that's L'Oreal and Estee Lauder. And you can go on their website. You can find the list. They own every major um, makeup brand that you would see like in a mall or mm-hmm. Sephora. And then they also own all the things at the drugstore. Mm. So things are being made in labs that are very similar. So I don't think it matters whether you use high or low quality, quote unquote, because it's just equating to price. And since they're all owned by pretty much the same places, just use what works for you. For skincare, I do think looking at the ingredients that are in a product and the percentage of the active ingredient that you want to work and using it consistently Mm. is better than using a high or low. Again, just finding what works for your skin and using it consistently. Mm, okay. And do you know, I mean, you might not know this, but like for the active ingredients, mm-hmm. I guess I'm always like, I'm like, don't even take ibuprofen because I'm like, I don't know how that works. For the active <laughs> ingredients, is it like, <laughs> like how sort of synthetic is it? It's all synthetic. Yeah. Most skincare, nothing like it won't come from nature. It comes yeah. from a... um it's made in a lab somewhere. I mean, certain yeah. things do come like vitamin E you'll see listed as tocopherol on yeah. um, labels. Oh, wow. That's just vitamin E. Uh-huh. Um, same with like a bunch of other vitamins and minerals that they put in things. Uh, but usually the most active ingredients will be up top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And active ingredients, do you, do you stand active ingredients? I stand active ingredients. Um, It depends on like what kind of actives you're looking at. Like when I say active ingredient, I just mean whatever that product claims it's going to do for your skin, that it does that. So if if it's saying it's going to gently exfoliate your skin, I better see lactic acid on that um, up up in the top like 10 ingredients, Mm. you know. I don't want to see it all the way at the bottom. Also, if you're looking for something that's going to give you like really great hydration, you want to see something like one of the heavier moisturizers up at the top or like a glycerin up higher at the top because that's going to help keep your skin more moisturized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> Revolution. But there are like, I know on social media, especially a lot of people talk about actives. They mostly mean exfoliants. Mm. So it mostly mm. means something that's going to rip the shit out of your skin. Rip the shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which sometimes we love. We stand. <laughs> sometimes that skin needs to be ripped off. Yeah. But sometimes it Not needs to relax. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it needs to relax. I'm very pale. Okay, these questions are from Instagram people. I'm anyway. I'm just prefacing. <laughs> these I'm are very pale. yeah. These are Instagram questions that we have that we asked on my Instagram page. More on skincare. Do you cleanse in the morning, Bex? Yes or no? I personally don't. Um, I think cleansing in the morning. Dep- be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who doesn't wash your pillowcase ever. <laughs> You should probably wash your face in the morning. In my personal opinion, my non-esthetician opinion, be true to yourself. If you're not washing that pillowcase, stuff is getting on there, especially from your hair. Oh, yeah. Um, The oils and the product that are in your hair are getting on that pillow. So I would wash my face. 
Um, obviously, if you work out in the morning, wash your face. Mm-hmm. Um, but on a day to day, I will use like I'll either just splash my face with water if I'm in the shower or if I had showered the night before, I'll use something like a bioderma, which is like a micellar water and just kind of like wipe that over my face. Mm. Um, but yeah, you can you can definitely over cleanse your face. Yeah. Um, you just kind of have to figure out the the best way to figure out if you're like oily, dry um, or combo is to wash your face, get out of the shower and do nothing to your skin. Don't put anything else on it. If you feel your skin getting really, really tight and you feel kind of itchy, you're probably more dry, um, which is slightly different from being like having dehydrated skin. Um, If you find that your face is getting really oily or it doesn't feel bad at all, then you're probably more oily. And if you feel a little bit of both, depending on the zone of your face, uh, most people get a little more oily in their T-zone, a little more dry on the outside of their face, um, then you're going to be more combo. Yeah. It's a little like quick test. Yeah. And giving it what else? I run very dry. Um, yeah. Around. Well, actually, I have combo skin. I lie. I get very oily in certain areas, but yes. Um, and I found that it's very hard to understand what my skin wants, and it's still a uphill battle. Oh, it's always a learning. Yeah. Oh, always learning about your skin. Um, do you have any makeup tips for streamers and on camera? Blush. 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 Blush is my number one tip. Look alive. (laughs) Look alive. Um, Even for men, like I think a little bit of blush can go a long way. Um, But I would say this question I'm going to put on just like women. Uh, But blush, like as much blush as you can put on, you're going to look a little wacky Mm. in normal light. But you get so, I mean, if you're listening to us right now, you can go on the YouTube page Maggie and I probably look like one flat, Mm. like that we either don't have makeup on or our skin is one flat color. And that's because we did not like pack on the blush. That's true. As you know, you normally would for being on camera. Um, But I think blush is super, super important. Um, And blush goes mm -hmm. where? On your cheekbones? On your cheekbones. Yeah. You can play around with it. People have been doing like more... Um, blush that goes like a little more under your eye. They do a little blush on the forehead. It's just to bring back that like natural flush that you have throughout mm-hmm. the day. Mm-hmm. Um, but There's yeah, like I would those say... filters that you can do based on your face shape and they'll oh, tell yeah. you where to put your blush. But I, I mean, I've put it, I put it all over my face. I've yeah. tried different things, but yeah. I think just play around with it and yeah. then see which ones you like. And then I always will try to record myself before mm-hmm. I have to do like if I do something. Of, of like full on video with the guys, not so much the podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I'll just take a little like video even on just my phone camera just to see what it looks like when you yeah. play it back and you're like, oh, I definitely don't have enough blush on. <laughs> yeah, blush is my number one tip. Um, and then always um, powder because you're going to look shiny even if you're not um, a shiny person. Yeah. yeah. It's just forever going to look shiny. Is blush the, is it supposed to be, oh no, that's the color of your lips? Wait, no. What color of blush do you recommend? Yeah. <laughs> depends. Depends yeah. on your skin tone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also just like what you like. Yeah. I think there are no hard, super hard and fast rules there. I mean, there definitely were when we were growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think whatever you want to put on your face, put on your face, baby. Yeah. Live, laugh, love. Test things out. Even if you think it's going to be like a color that you don't like. I mean, I guess if you have the means to just try out a bunch of blush. Yeah. Um, Do you have any blush tips for beginners? Yeah. I would say start, give yourself a little smile. (laughs) 
And I would say I like to start on the apples of the cheeks. That's like not a huge, I would say with like the beauty trends that we're seeing right now, mm-hmm. it's definitely applying blush a lot higher. Um, but I think just placing it there and and going from there because mm-hmm. that's going to be where your face kind of naturally flushes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just like practice. Like yeah. none of those beauty influencers that you see, um, myself included, were good at makeup overnight. Yeah. <laughs> and don't practice right before you go out. <laughs> practice like <laughs> on a day where you're not really doing anything. Like just put on some – I'll try – I'm really bad at winged eyeliner. I always have been. It's just not anything in my wheelhouse that I – my brain and my hand don't work together in that way. Yeah. Um, but I'll do winged eyeliner sometimes when I'm just like doing laundry just to be like, okay, let's, let's try. Let's practice. Yeah. Because yeah. it's kind of like a, a muscle you have to flex. For mm-hmm. sure. It's an art. Like it's an art. Yeah. It literally is art. Literally art. Yes. Yeah. It's art on your face. So I would say practice and then, yeah, start with the apples of your cheeks and then just kind of move it around from there. And uh, rule of thumb the fluffier the brush, the more diffused the product is going to look. The tighter the bristles are, the more concentrated it'll be. Mm. So I really like doing my blush with a like a massive fluffy brush. Yeah. Um, but I know other people like to do it with a really tight, um, tiny br- brush because it makes it very specific. Mm. Yeah. Depending on mm-hmm. what you're doing. Yeah. Depending on the look you're going for. The, the look. look. Yeah. How do you suggest finding kind of the right like concealer color, like the right contour shade like do you have any words of advice Ugh, it's always I a, a hard struggle time. i think i always bring you i'm like bex yeah is this right <laughs> it's always tough because i'm like i don't know why they don't make the lighting in beauty stores better mm-hmm. like whether it's the mall <laughs> sephora ulta like wherever you are i would say ulta is actually probably the brightest mm-hmm. of the three yeah um but definitely i mean testing it as much as you can um, comparing it to other things that you have. Mm-hmm. One tool I really like is a lot of brands now, if you go to their website, will have you type in other brands of makeup that you have. Yeah. And base it off of that color. That's helpful. And I'm oh. like, so if you know there's a shade, or like if let's say you're looking for a new foundation or a new concealer, and maybe you love the color of the one you have, but you don't love the consistency or you've just run out and want to try something new. Mm-hmm. I would bring it with you. Yeah. Because <laughs> then you can look at it and you can do your own swatching to see kind of the difference. Um, everything usually does dry down to just a tad darker mm. um, than it looks in the store, you know, because it kind of melts with your skin and your body heat. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I would do for foundation and concealer. I would just try and find things. If you have a color that you know you love, bring that with you. Um, yeah, asking people at the makeup counter is good sometimes. I think there are a lot of really good beauty advisors out there, and I think there are a lot of really bad beauty advisors out there. Um, what I told my mom when she was going in to look for makeup without me, I was like, just find the person who looks closest to your age. Because oh. they're going to be the person that's doing using products that you probably also want to be using. You probably have similar concerns. Um, I would say the same thing for um, people of color. Mm. Or if you're extremely fair, um, I would go. That's who I would go to. I would go to someone that looked like me because I know they're using those products every day. And that's not to say that beauty advisors in the store can't do makeup on a bunch of different skin tones. I just say you're really rolling the dice. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) it's like the same thing. Like, would you ask someone with uh, textured hair for 
hair recommendations. Exactly. The, the person that will know the best are, is similar to what you need. Yeah. So yeah. that's a so good I, words of advice. I've never yeah. thought of that. <laughs> I'm going to think of that. There's yeah. Someone's going to be like, ma'am, do you need any help in Sephora? I'm like, not you. Not you. Her. I don't want you. Her. Yeah. I also think going to someone who um, has their makeup similar to how you like it. Oh, that's Like I one. would have so many people come in when I worked at the counter. Um, I had people that I worked with that were so good at like a full glam snatched mm -hmm. look. And I almost always did natural with like a bright red lip. And you could tell immediately who people wanted, like people who wanted a full glam look did not come to me and ask mm -hmm. questions. Yeah, It was someone who was like, how do I look like I'm not wearing makeup? And they walk over to me. Mm. So I think that's another tip too, is finding people who do similar styles to what you like. Yeah. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline is really helpful. Match your aesthetic. Yeah, match your aesthetic. And then when it comes to contour, because um, you mentioned that one earlier, just contour is supposed to be a little bit more muddy looking. It's supposed to be a little more gray because it's going to mimic shadow. Mm. Oh. Bronzer is going to be more warm, have a little bit more, not necessarily orange, but it will have that warmer orange tone to it. I did so not know that. Really exciting. <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. If you're just trying to get into contouring and bronzing, I mean, people do do it. It's called like bron bronze tour, bronze tour, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, where they combine the two, and you can totally do that. Wow. Um, I think. I but did. if you're trying to legit contour, it's gonna have a little more of a gray, muddy undertone to it. Did not. And bronzer no, is gonna wow. mimic this what you look exciting. like when you're tan. Yeah. 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 Oh, wow. And brands are pretty good nowadays. I would say like a few years ago, they weren't great at labeling things bronzer contour. Mm. And now they're a lot better at being like, this is a contour. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've been using awesome. bronzer. I think I have been too. Sure been hey, I think it looks good. <laughs> so I was like, what's wrong? Like, why is this weird? And now I'm like, oh, yeah. I think I thought they were the same thing. I, I think mean, I yeah. did too. Yeah. Because I've definitely, I don't contour that much but when no. I have I'm like this like it's really hard to blend yes it is really yeah. I feel yeah. like I have yeah. the wrong color the wrong undertone <laughs> we'll report back to you report Bex. back yeah. report yeah. back I mean you can you I mean I wouldn't interchangeably use contour where you would use bronzer if you use a powder or liquid foundation should you use the same for everything else um I think what I was taught in school was same goes on same. Mm. But I know like a big trend I'm seeing right now with um, Patrick Ta mm. and like people are trying to sell you things. Mm. So it could be coming into fashion because he's selling a blush palette that has both cream and powder blush in it. Oh. Um, but what I was generally taught is if you're going to use a powder foundation, then you should do your do your liquids first and then your powders on top. Okay. So like if you're going to use a liquid concealer, put your liquid concealer on, put your powder foundation on, then your powder blush, then your gotcha. powder bronzer. And if you're going to use all liquid, then you do all liquid, set it with your powder, and then go in with your powder blush, powder bronzer, mm. all that. 
But what Patrick Ta is doing now is opposite. He's saying, do all, beat your face, do it all. I've seen this. Put your powder blush on and then put your cream blush on top of it to give it a more dewy, like skin-like finish, which I I think is really pretty. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it really, yeah. I think the steps are, can be switched around except for, like, I don't think you should do powder foundation and then a, cream concealer. Oh, right. Because essentially you're just going to kind of be wiping off what you just did. You're going to be moving your powder around. But like a general rule of thumb is you're always thinking about what's setting. Mm -hmm. So if you're putting a liquid on, you need to set it with a powder so that it holds. Yeah. Mm. What are the pros and cons of powder versus liquid? Which do you use? Um, I mostly use liquid foundation. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say if you're looking for, um, if you're really oily, I would definitely go with a powder. Powder is going to be more mattifying. Mm -hmm. Typically, they do have new powders now that have a little bit of like an iridescence to them. Mm -hmm. Um, But generally, the powder is going to be more mattifying Um, and sometimes longer lasting. Hmm. Yeah, depending on how you set it. Mm. Set it, forget it. Set Set it it and and forget forget it. it. Put it in the oven and bake it. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) If you're getting ready and in a rush and can only do bare essentials for makeup, what do you prioritize? For me, mm-hmm. I'll always do my eyebrows regardless. Even if I'm not doing makeup that day, I will put my eyebrows on. I'll put my eyebrows. My eyebrows have to be on. Yeah. Um, I do not like, even if you've seen me in like a Try Guys video and be like, oh, Becky just woke up. Like it's a vlog with Keith. Nope. I put my eyebrows on before that was filmed 99% <laughs> of the time. Um, I love having my eyebrows on. I probably just do eyebrows. I find that my under eyes are pretty dark, not just from like having dark circles, but also they're pretty back set. So the shadow goes on there. So I like having concealer on Mm. and then some sort of tinted lip balm. Yeah. And I'll usually go with that. Maybe I'll curl my eyelashes, but not put mascara on. Yeah. Uh, But yeah, I don't do anything. If if I'm in a hurry, eyebrows. Yeah. Lips. Eyebrows are. Concealer. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, eyebrows are the... The nipples of the face? Nipples of the face, that's what, yeah. <laughs> the mini bamboo lash said. <laughs> um, I love that. What, yeah. what order do you put on? So concealer, do you do concealer second? Because for some reason I've been doing it first. I do it first. Okay, okay. Um, you can do it. Again, it's like super individual about what works for you. Yeah. But I find um, something that I did learn from TikTok that I absolutely loved was letting your concealer sit for a little bit. Ooh. So I'll actually, I'll do my eyebrows first because I like to not have any product on my skin when I do my eyebrows. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I will do my concealer and I'll let it sit before I blend it out and I'll go do like, I'll brush my teeth or go mm. get some water, walk around for a little bit, whatever the case may be. And then I put my foundation on. Oh, okay. And if yeah. you were doing a full face of makeup, you do, what What are the, what's the order of operations? I'm trying to think. Different brands have like different standards. Like I remember at Lancome, they were like, do not do the eyes first. <laughs> really? They were like, you do the whole face and then eyes last, which is like, whew, the pressure. Yeah. <laughs> Just because of like fallout. And it's really like a, yeah. kind of makes you start sweating to, I think, to do the eyes last. Um, but I would say like a good rule of thumb. I like doing my concealer. Then I'll look and maybe do some foundation. People really like underpainting right now. Yeah. I've which heard is about where you do your contour and your blush first and then do yeah. the rest on top. Um I think it depends on your skin. If you're looking for like more coverage 
or um, I think it's really easy to look cakey really quickly, especially with foundation. So I like kind of using that more sparingly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I put my blush on before I put my bronzer on, which is not, I think, what most people do. Blush on before bronzer. Mm-hmm. Oh. I usually do my contour, then my blush, and then my bronzer. I don't know yeah. why. Couldn't tell you why. <laughs> just I started doing it like that. It, and you like it. it is. I liked it. Yeah. yeah. Where does bronzer go? Bronzer should ideally go where the sun hits your face. Oh. So top of the cheekbones, the nose, basically mm-hmm. anything that's like sticking out on your face, the so top of your forehead, mm-hmm. your chin. Yeah. Um, it's just supposed to give you that like little flush back, especially mm-hmm. if you're using a more high coverage foundation. You're kind of like blanking out your skin. Mm-hmm. Nothing's coming through. So you need to bring back the dimension to the face. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. So do you put bronzer over blush? Like it's the same spot? Essentially, yeah. yeah. You think about it like Neapolitan ice cream. That <laughs> kind of vibe. I love that. <laughs> that kind of vibe. Um, but yeah, I just do a little bit on top. You could also do some people do bronzer, no blush. Yeah. Know, that was really popular for a while is saying fuck you to blush. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm a more is more girl when it comes to blush. So <laughs> I love that this new... This new generation of kids is like, I love blush. I'm like, me, me too, girly. <laughs> me too. Give me all the colors. Are there any celebrity makeup or skincare lines that you really like? So I think based on what's happening on the internet right now, this question was submitted to get me to admit whether I like Hailey Bieber or Selena Gomez. <gasps> um, <laughs> I think they were pitted against each other in this one. Um but there are a lot of celebrity makeup brands that I like. I really like Lady Gaga's foundation. Mm. Um, I think it goes on sale a lot. Mm. I think I got mine for like 30 bucks, which is not necessarily cheap, but is less expensive than, you know, an Armani yeah. Luminous Silk Foundation. Um, but I think everything in her line is really, really nice, and she tries to make it really um, accessible. Um, I like that one. I do like Rare Beauty. Love the blush. I think if you are on a budget but you want to splurge for a blush, I would get the Rare Beauty blush because it will last you for 10,000 years. Wow. Um, it is just so pigmented. Is it the one that comes out kind of like a lip gloss? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen Yeah, it. and you literally just need like one dot. dot. I think it works for a variety of skin tones, which blush typically does not. Yeah. Um, but because it's so pigmented, um, it'll last you a really long time. So I think you'll get the most bang for your buck with that one. Mm. And then skincare, yeah, I use Road Skincare, which is Hailey Bieber's line too. I enjoy. I think the packaging is kind of trash. It's really hard. To, <laughs> it's really hard to open the serum. It's really hard to get the moisturizer to come out correctly. But in general, I've liked it. Would I buy it again? Maybe no. Mm. Maybe no. I do like the lip balm. Though I feel like it goes through really fast. Mm. I think who else has skincare or makeup lines? Oh, D- Rihanna. Yeah, Fenty. Fenty. Uh, buy everything. <laughs> Hers, I think Fenty is one of the most impressive lines that's come out in decades. Mm. In like just in terms of like shade inclusivity and just like the products work. Yeah. <laughs> she just is very good at fulfilling on the promise. I do think more celebrity brands need to do drugstore. Mm. Mm. I'm like, part of me is like, Rihanna, I know you have money. <laughs> like, couldn't we drop? I mean, her prices are fair. 
Um, but I would like to see more celebrity brands ending up in the drugstore. Drew yeah. Barrymore's Flower Beauty is in the drugstore. It is, oh, nice. yeah. I've heard good things. I mean, it is on the higher end of drugstore. Yeah. So you're looking at more of like a 13 to 15 mm. to 20 dollar price tag. But Did you do the yeah. Kylie lip kit? I really, I've said it before. I'm not. You're not a Kardashian. Yeah, I never, I have never tried any of the Kylie or the skincare or anything like that. Is there like a celebrity look that you really aspire to or a celebrity makeup artist that you're like, this, this person's really good. Oh, there's so many celebrity makeup artists that I yeah. love. Um, I love, I'm just going to get their handles cause I'm yeah. going to say them wrong and then I'm going to feel bad about myself that I gave people not credit for being really, really good. <laughs> yeah. Um, Who's um, celebrity makeup artist. I want, Copy, paste. Zendaya's <laughs> always me. Where'd they go? Well, there's Jamie Makeup. I really like her. She does, um, and her Instagram is, yeah, just Jamie Makeup. She does uh, Kaylee Cuoco's oh. um, makeup a lot. Yeah. And then the other artist I love does um, Kristen Bell's makeup. Mm. Oh. Uh, Courtney Hart. Oh. I really like her. She does a lot on TikTok, too. So does Jamie. Um, but you can find both of them there. Mm. Um, I just think they do really good, uh, soft glam. How much control do celebrities have over their line? Is it mostly professionals who are working for them? Is it like who they hire or do they also, are they like, who knows? I got no clue. Yeah. I assume yeah. it's mostly they're getting, um, testers uh -huh. and then saying yeah. yay or nay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I, yeah, I guess like compare it to Keith's hot sauce. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Someone else makes the hot sauce, sends right. it to Keith. Keith tries it and then gives suggestions on how to like make things it creamier. that he likes or yeah. things that he dislikes about it. And mm. then the people who are actual experts in it right. are doing, doing that. Yeah. 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 Those are people I follow online. I like people on, I think there are a lot of really good people on TikTok and Instagram that mm -hmm. do makeup. Mm -hmm. Really, all of your if, if you go to someone's uh, Instagram and there's a celebrity that you like, if you click on any like promo picture of them, they will. And Tag. I believe it's in their contracts for the makeup <laughs> artist. I have tagged yeah. the makeup artist who yeah. did the look. Yeah. Um. So following someone like that is really helpful. Yeah. And I like seeing what products people use. Mm. Oh yeah, that's helpful too. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Margot Robbie's makeup. I think she always does a really. Nice classic look. Mm -hmm. um, Zendaya's makeup's always amazing. Beyonce, obviously. Oh my gosh, yeah. Is always perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I think Gabrielle Union, mm -hmm. perfect every time. <laughs> yeah. How do I remove waterproof mascara without ruining my lashes? Oils, baby. Oils. oils. Lots of oils. Get yourself an oil. Um, I like using specific makeup removers for just my eyes. I think it just... If you have sensitive eyes, it makes it a lot easier. Um, but if you don't have that, I would just put oil on like a cotton round and just kind of let it soak on your eye. Because mm -hmm. the thing you want to avoid with really removing your mascara in general is any like really harsh rubbing. Because one, you're going to be pulling at your skin, but also your eyelashes are going to fall out. Yeah. Because, you know, the waterproof is meant to stay on yeah. and be waterproof. And it's like tackier than normal, not normal, but regular mascara that just kind of washes off a lot yeah. easier. Definitely takes a little bit longer, a little more work. So yeah. just doing something that's like compressing yeah. it mm -hmm. and not scrubbing around too much is 
helpful. You like coconut oil? What kind of oil? Well, I use a specific one, but I used to use in college the Trader Joe's mm. vitamin E oil, which is mm. not just vitamin E oil. No. It also has like soybean oil and some other kind of oil in it. Mm. I used to use that for my whole face. Really? If I went out for a night and was like tipsy. Ah. That was my skincare at night. I just put it all over my face. Yeah. But yeah, some of that on a cotton round and just kind of letting it hold. Ooh, let yeah. it soak. Let it like soak. In a sink. Yeah. I yeah. find my cellar water doesn't work as well for me on waterproof makeup. Mm-hmm. My mascara always like all, like almost immediately smudges. Yeah. So that's usually has to do with either the products on your face are not dry enough. When you're putting it on. Uh Because if you think about it, if you put on like an eye cream and then you put on concealer, both those things are wet. Right. You're going to blink and And your eyelashes go down. It's going to touch it and the oil from your skin is going to make it come off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I think I still have not found a mascara, waterproof or otherwise, that does not end up somewhere on my face. So audience, if you have any recommendations, drop them in the comments (laughs) because we're all wondering. Even my waterproof mascara kind of goes everywhere because I usually will put Vaseline on my eyes because I have very Mm -hmm. sensitive eyelids for some reason. Like during the winter, they just flare like crazy. So like even if I, I mean, that makes sense though. It's Vaseline. Obviously when it touches any sort of waterproof, anything, anything, it's going to go everywhere. There may yeah. It's them oils. Them oils. Them oils is, is what's going to take it off. My lips are always dry and cracked. What can I do besides using a ton of chapstick? This one I love because this was a tip I learned from. Uh, we mentioned her before and I feel bad because I never remember her last name, but she's the founder of Do Skincare. Charlotte Parler. Parler. Parler Mino. Mm. But her Instagram handle is Charlotte Parler. Mm. Um she said, and this was a tip that I got years ago that I was like, oh, fuck yeah, I'm going to do this forever. She <laughs> said to put your normal moisturizer on your lips. She said when you're doing your face, just literally rub it on your lips, let it dry for a little bit, and then put something more occlusive on top of it, like a chapstick oh, or I've seen her do a this, Vaseline yeah. or an Aquaphor. And then yeah. she says to put a little bit of water on your lip first, just so yeah. it, the moisturizer has something to like hold on to, so you're oh. not going like yeah, you want to be dry a turkey. Damp. Yeah. yeah, a little damp uh, when it goes on. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, and then just like kind of doing that, and then throughout the day she'll do it. She'll like put a little moisturizer on her lips. Yeah, and then put like an Aquaphor. Yeah, very similar to slugging. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. yeah, my well. Speaking of do, is that how you say it? Dukes? Yeah, do D I E U X. My one of my best friends from college loves that brand. She does, she's not like a brand girl, but she was yeah. like, this is like so luxurious. I love her stuff. Yeah. I think it's like absolutely phenomenal. The only thing I don't love about it is the packaging of the moisturizer. It has almost always like exploded on me when I travel, but it's made out of aluminum, and she does really like great videos about how to recycle her products and like why her products were made certain way. And I think she's really good at being transparent Mm. about the ingredients that are in things, also why things are priced the way they are. Coco Mm -hmm. Kind is really good at that too, about -hmm. telling you what percentage of your money that's going in is going into labor, into packaging, into product. Um, And she works with a cosmetic chemist. That's great. So she has a lot of knowledge. And I want to say she was maybe an esthetician or went to um, cosmetology school. Mm. Esthetician school of some sort. So I have I her eye patches. Legit. Love Ooh. her eye patch. She has reusable like eye patches that you just put whatever moisturizer you want underneath it. Um, you let it sit for twenty to thirty minutes. You take it off. But anytime <sighs> I have like I use them on my wedding, mm-hmm. um, I think, or like the Ooh. day before. Um, 
and any sort of times we have like a special occasion, I'll use them <gasps> if I remember to. Yeah. yeah. They're just really good at like locking in hydration. And you can also like put them in the freezer. So then they're a little cold when they go on. Mm. Help you with the puffin. Yeah. I, mean, yeah, I really of, like her line. Yeah. Speaking of that is like, okay, so one of my favorite things to do is primping. Primping and priming. Primping, primping and priming. Not, I love that journey for you. Yeah. Not necessarily like putting on sunscreen every day because that to me is very boring. But I like to have when inspiration Rainy, strikes. but do you put it on every but day? But I do. Okay. For the most part, I did Don't yesterday. be a Miles on me. Miles and I are constantly. <laughs> I'm like, Fighting. do you put on sunscreen? I know. No, I am like a full send. I believe in it. And it's just like, I have to remember. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, mostly I really like to just like spend a night. And like do like yeah the so like eye mask what else do you do, you do the guasha guasa yeah I do that in the morning sometimes you have to be really consistent with that and also like very careful so I like that I also like it if you're not um, if you can't if you're not getting like regular facials or you can't obviously the like microcurrent devices are like fucking expensive yeah, yeah. Um, so I think those are great alternatives to that and it just feels really good mm-hmm. yeah it feels so nice it feels really good. I think it's great. And then, so yeah, what else do you do for like when you're when inspiration strikes and you have time? Ugh, when I have time, I love a face mask. Mm. I usually try to do because I asked my um, esthetician once, uh, like what mask she was putting on me, and she had said to do an acid, a clay, and a moisturizer. All three. Yeah, she said oh. do it in that in that order is the advice she gave to me, Ooh. and that's something I've always stuck with is that I'll always do like my acid first, and then yeah. something, or, and not necessarily an acid, but something that's like more abrasive, more exfoliating. Then I'll put on a clay mask if I have a clay mask, um, and then go to like a more hydrating mm. moisturizer. Yeah, and is acid like a lemon based or something? No, an acid could be any like lactic acid. It could be okay. a glycolic acid. It could be. Yeah. BHAs, BHAs, anything yeah. that promises to rip your face off. But you would get like, <laughs> and you would get like it from Target or like, like, and it would say, gl- it'll say, it. yeah, yeah. it'll, yeah. it'll usually skincare these days at least is pretty good about telling you what it is mm-hmm. from the jump of if, if it's supposed to be exfoliating, if it's supposed to be hydrating. Yeah. Um, I would say in general, we all tend to exfoliate our face too much. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because it feels nice and it, it gives so you good. kind of like instant, like, <laughs> yeah, the dullness is gone instantly. There's, you know, stuff brought to your face instantly. Mm-hmm. But I would say hydration is probably like a really big one that a lot of us forget to do. And by us, I mean me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love to rip my face off. Me too. Just not always good. <laughs> yeah. And then I'm eye creams. Do you do eye creams? I waver between eye creams. Mm-hmm. If there's one I really, really like. I'll use it, but sometimes I really like products that I can rub all over my face. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just my preference. I have really sensitive eyes, so like yeah. if I can't put it on my whole face, I probably won't put it on at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are definitely days where I skip eye cream. Um, but in the winter and like the drier months, I really like using the La Roche Posay uh, Cicaplast oh. Balm. Oh, I have that. Yeah. <gasps> I love nice. it. I'll just do my moisturizer and then I'll put a little bit of that um, mm-hmm. on top. Because that's thick. It is thick. It yeah. is heavy. It is. It feels luxurious. Yeah. I just feel like it just holds everything on, especially it locks when it in. yeah, your under eyes can get so dry. It's really nice mm. to have that. Yeah. Basic skincare. I know you've told Miles sunscreen. What else can I do to keep my skin healthy? I do tell Miles sunscreen <laughs> all the time. Um, I would say if you're going bare bones and you're like, I have no routine right now, zero. What should I do? 
I would get a moisturizer and a sunscreen and then some sort of retinol, not necessarily a retinol that has to be from your dermatologist, but even like an over-the-counter mm. retinol. I mean, they are going to be t- two very different things, um, but it's a good base to start. Yeah. Because you want to be moisturized. You absolutely need to wear sunscreen. That is like a non-negotiable if you want your skin to um, age gracefully. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also skin cancer. Yeah, skin <laughs> yeah. cancer. It'll help thing. you from yeah getting skin cancer. Um, and then yeah, a retinol, something that's going to be like active at night to help your skin kind of like replenish. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that but what retinol can, does? Retinol does a lot of things, and it depends on like what percentage retinol you, you have. Mm-hmm. But mostly, it focuses on like anti aging. You, it's exfoliating. Great if you have um, breakouts and acne. Mm. It helps um, your skin turn over a lot faster, which is yeah. the exfoliating part. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's also very sensitizing. So if you're not, if you have very, very sensitive skin, I would only use what my dermatologist told me to use if you have a dermatologist. Um, and if you don't have a dermatologist, I would use whatever the most mild, gentle mm-hmm. retinol is. Because the difference between drugstore or over the counter. Even, yeah, I won't say drugstore because they have retinols at like high-end beauty counters. There is only a certain percentage of retinol you can get over the counter. Mm -hmm. And so that's the difference between going to your dermatologist versus buying one from a brand Mm -hmm. is that brand can never go over whatever the, I think it's like one or 2%. It can never go over that percentage. But from your dermatologist or your doctor's office, they can give you a prescription for something that's higher. Um, or if you go to Europe, yeah, <laughs> just go to Europe. Easy. <laughs> Who needs a dermatologist? You just buy a flight to Paris. <laughs> go to the pharmacy. Sounds cheap. <laughs> but yeah, I would say those are like the basic things I would use. And then getting into a routine is like paramount. Like that is the number yeah. one. If you're not using something consistently, then you're not seeing results. Yeah. Like it's just not going to happen. Desiree told me it takes 30 days before it's like six weeks. Yeah. Oh, is it six weeks? Not even yeah. I mean, it's really all. Yeah. It's, it's all over the place, but you have to use something consistently to see any results from it. Yeah. You can't use, you know, your moisturizer every four days and then expect to be really dewy and hydrated <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, things do take time. And if it promises, promises that it's going to change overnight, then it's lying. Yeah. It is yeah. not being factual. <laughs> Except for retinol. I do feel like I the first time I ever used retinol, I woke up in the morning and was like, holy shit. <laughs> I'm beautiful. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but also with that, consistency. Mm-hmm. Consistency, consistency, consistency. Mm-hmm. What do you do for your hair? For my hair? I'm kind of psychotic about my hair. I used to go get a haircut every six weeks. And then I got a new hairstylist that I really like. And she was like, that's crazy. Don't come see me that often. You really? Lunatic. Yeah. Um, and the advice she gave me was that there is a difference between drugstore and something that's formulated for a hair salon, huh. which is going to mean, yes, it, it is 100% more expensive to buy hair care from a salon or, um, you know, online that then is in a salon. Um but if that is where your budget's at, I would say do that. If that's not where your budget's at, try and figure out a way to get like one product, like one hero product right? that is maybe of that higher caliber, that higher quality. Mm. So maybe like a leave-in conditioner. If you can't do shampoo and conditioner, get a leave-in conditioner that's from a salon brand. That's mm. really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And how do you get the salon brand? Do you just go on Amazon or something? No, I would say uh, skincare and hair care on Amazon, 
It is not regulated. It is an okay. unregulated beast. Like even when you're getting it from the brand, you don't know what's coming from a third party. You don't know oh. when it was packaged. You don't know when it was created. You don't know what the hell's going on there. So I'd recommend not using Amazon for beauty things. Yeah. Uh, beauty tools, sure, but hair care, skin care, those mm-hmm. kind of things I would probably avoid. Um, you can walk into any salon, even if you're not getting your hair cut there, getting anything done to your hair. They have all of it on the shelves. And then you can also buy things online. Like I really like Kevin Murphy. He's a Australian-based brand. Um, and his stuff is all online. Mm-hmm. That's a life hack for sure. Life hack, yeah. I'd just like, be weary yeah. of things on Amazon. Mm. They're just not – it's very unregulated. Yeah. And Sometimes they're, they're not sealed too. That's happened to yeah. me before. I'm like, this is oh not sealed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> things like that. I would also, if you're going into like a Target or – I feel like most stuff at Sephora is sealed. I would say Target is where I see a lot of like makeup and skincare that's not. Yeah. I would look for things that are sealed. Yeah. Like when it comes to foundation or concealers, because working at a makeup counter, people be nasty. (laughs) I have seen people full on. There was one lady who like literally took a concealer off the shelf, opened it and put it on her skin. That was like a sellable product. Oh, my God. And And obviously we had to damage it out and, you know, put it in the trash. And I was just like, ma'am. That's what testers are for. And also be very careful with testers. Yeah. 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 Do you use testers? Or are you like, mm, I can't. Every once in a while. I mean, I probably wouldn't. I wouldn't gross. test like an eyeshadow on my eye. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, just because things aren't getting sanitized as much as they should be. Cause yeah. Especially at like a Sephora. They can't monitor everything all the time. That would be yeah. absolutely impossible. There's yeah. so many eyes. Um, yeah. Yeah. But I would try. I would try just swatching things on your hand if you can. And then like holding it up and seeing if you like that color of lipstick near your face or Mm -hmm. that eyeshadow. Um, That's how I test a lot of like long, quote unquote, long wear products is I'll do it on my hand, walk around the store and then try and wipe it off. Yeah. And see like, oh, did it actually do that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. If you were going on a night out, how Mm -hmm. would you do before you even started makeup? Would you be like exfoliating your lips like what are the special steps putting on primer I guess special steps well primer is like a 50 50 for me (gasps) primer just mimics really good skincare oh so if you if you feel like your skincare is not doing what you need it to do 100% throw that primer on um also like mattifying primers I think are really great for going out Mm -hmm. um especially if you're like gonna have your picture taken or anything like that um so I would yeah I usually it'll start in the shower Mm -hmm. Um, and then I'll do some kind of mask, something that's hydrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and then something a little bit exfoliating. So whether it's a toner mm-hmm. or like a little cotton round of something, mm-hmm. do that. Especially on your nose. I feel like that's where makeup really tends to separate. Yeah. Um, and that can come from not exfoliating that area I really guess. well. Yeah, I never do that actually. I yeah, did my I makeup like, trial and I like kind of like stretched out my lip and mm-hmm. my makeup completely separated at my like the corner of my nose oh and, yeah like, on yeah. Mm-hmm. and I I was I asked the my makeup artist I was like wait what is going on right she's just like oh you need to hydrate more and you like need to like exfoliate because like I, I can't do anything about that I prepped your skin as much as I could but that's well, just your skin she was also a little shady about that because that also means she put on <laughs> Setting spray. Oh. So remember, setting spray is like going to act like a glue on your face, and it's going to hold that makeup on. And there is such a thing as too much setting spray. Really? So when you're doing something like a bridal makeup, if you 
put on a lot of makeup, especially in those corner areas, and then you spray setting spray on it and it's gonna you move s- your face. <gasps> so it wasn't it's me. Crack. It was a little bit of both. A okay. little bit of both. Okay, okay. Um, maybe it was lost in translation. <laughs> oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> a little bit of both. Um, there was another question about someone doing their makeup themselves on their wedding day. Do you have any tips for that? Oh, the stress. I know. <laughs> Give yourself stress. enough time. Yes, definitely practice a bunch. Um, if you happen to have any friends with really nice cameras, mm. have them take your picture after you've done your makeup. And if not, like using just your cell phone camera is good. Um, but I would practice and I would wear, I would like practice it and like in the morning and then see how it looks all the way at night. That's smart. So you're really not going to be doing that many touch ups in between. Like maybe you're going to do a little powder or your lipstick, but mm-hmm. I would just say lots of practice, lots of prep. Don't change anything up yeah. right before. Don't change your skincare. Don't change your, you know, whatever makeup you were planning on doing. Don't be like, well, I'm going to try this eyeliner tonight. Nope. <laughs> that needs to be an eyeliner you've worn a hundred times. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, you do just need to do, I think, blush. That's what comes across really well in photographs. Um, that's really important. Setting spray. I would definitely use, like, one of the heavy-duty, like, all-nighter setting sprays, something like that um, from Urban Decay, I Mm -hmm. think it is. Um, Theirs is really good. Mm, What else? Oh, play around with lashes. Lashes are hard. I know a lot of people do not like lashes, and I'm someone who gets uncomfortable in lashes. Yeah. But I will tell you, it just looks so nice in pictures. Yeah. Uh It just, like, really does something for your eyes. And you don't have to do a ton you could buy either Ardell sells wispies, which are just little tiny clumps of them. Yeah. Um, or you could get, if you can only afford to get like one big strip lash, chop that lash up. Mm. Chop it up. Mm. Oh, and put it, it where you put it like Individu- in the middle of it mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. And then just do individual. See where you like it, whether you like more on the outside of your huh. eyes, more on the top of your eyes, um, things like that. Yeah. And then it's a little lighter. It's a little. It feels a little lighter on your face. Yeah. Um, definitely play around with lash glue. Yeah. See which one you like. See how it wears. Um, you should be trimming your lashes though. Like very rarely will you be able to take lashes, even if you're using one full strip. Very rarely will you be able to take it out and put it directly on your eye without cutting a little bit off the inner corner or outer corner, depending on how you want the look to be. Yeah. Usually you'll cut from the inner corner. Oh, I didn't know that. I remember for prom, I was like, I'm going to do fake lashes, and then it was like. And I didn't know to cut it. So I was just like, oh, this yeah. looks so crazy. It's just like, <laughs> it gets very long. and Yeah, yeah. not everyone's yeah. eye lengths are the yeah. same. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it also depends on like the look you want to go for. Like yeah. if you're someone who's very confident in their makeup skills and you're doing full glam on your wedding day, like do it. beat that face. Go for it, girly. Yeah. Um, but if you're someone who likes just a little bit of lighter coverage, I would say just for the pictures, go a little more heavy-handed than you uh-huh. think. Like I would say... Like on my wedding day, I really was like, I don't want to look like I have a lot of makeup on. I don't want full glam. I don't want a full beat. Yeah. And my makeup artist was really good about being like, it's going to look like a lot to you because you're used to nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so, but you need something for it to show up in pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. that's kind of the big, you want it to be there for pictures. And mm. obviously you want it to look good in person, but you're going to look like you're wearing makeup. No matter, yeah. yeah. No matter what. I've always struggled with doing... Uh, Eyeshadow. I always tell myself, I'm going to look this up. I'm going to go watch YouTube or TikTok and like teach myself how to do 
like a nice little soft glam eyeshadow look. And I have yet to find a great tutorial. Do you have anybody you recommend? Where should I go? How far up should eyeshadow go? (laughs) It depends on your eye shape. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'd say, again, a general rule of thumb. This is not for everybody, but general rule of thumb is you can feel your occipital bone, mm-hmm. right, where your oh. eyeball, your eye socket is. You go up there, you can feel that. Um, light things are going to push things out. Dark things are going to pull things back. Okay. So generally with the eyeshadow, you would want to feel that occipital bone, and that's about as high as you would want to go with, uh-huh. like, a darker shadow because you want to push that bone back so it makes your eyes look like they're more poofed out mm. um and then again just playing with it and practicing I would like there was one TikTok trend that I thought was like really genius and it was literally just taking a dark eyeshadow going like poof right on the corner of your eye and then getting lighter from there with other eyeshadows and then blending mm. and I was like oh. that's kind of a fun way just to try it out yeah um But yeah, generally you want to start with a little bit of a darker corner on the corner and sort of in that brow bone, right below the brow bone area, just to kind of carve out that eye a little more. Mm -hmm. And then just know the darker you go over the whole lid, the smaller your eye is going to look. That's not to say that that looks bad. I mean, I have friends that do full like blackout on their whole eye and it looks way cool. Yeah. Yeah. but if you're going for like a soft glam, yeah, I would start with like a brown or neutral palette. And then I like Fenty has these little small quads. That's actually what your makeup artist had on hmm. um, their table. We're just the little small quads. And I love that you can just, or it's not a quad, there's six. Hmm. Um, so whatever a quad in six is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> whatever quad, <laughs> quad means in six. Yeah. I've got, so, it's, okay, so obviously okay. love RuPaul Drag Race. Love Ru I'm Whenever they put the powder right under the eyes, it's really light. Oh, what yeah. What is that? I want so that. So they're baking. And I, baking became really popular on TikTok, and, or not TikTok, but like Instagram and with like the Jenners and all this. But originally, it is drag. That is, you know, drag queens have given us a lot in mm-hmm. life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and baking really came from that because it's really setting that under eye area. Oh. And again, like when you're doing that makeup, not that I do drag makeup, I cannot do drag makeup. Mm-hmm. I've never yeah, never tried it. Um, yeah. Would definitely takes a lot need of training. A, takes probably. a lot of training. It's very hard. Yeah. Very um, but again, using that principle of dark things, push it in, light things, pull it out. Uh-huh. Um, if you're taking a face that is more masculine and you want to make it look more feminine, there are parts of the face you want to push out or push out and parts of the face that you want to pull back in. Mm-hmm. That's why they have like really heavy contour and then they bake that under eye. Wait, what does bake mean? Baking is just when you take like a cream product, you do your concealer, and mm. then you're going to take a ton of translucent powder, oh. put it on top, and let it warm up from your skin, and then lightly oh my dab it away, which looks incredible on stage. It looks incredible on, you know, when they're walking the runway oh. on TV. That shit crazy in real life. Oh. Like walking around with that in your every, that is should not be a part of someone's like, I mean, maybe if you're doing like a, Super beat full glam every day, totally. Yeah. But if you're looking for an easy, like, no makeup, that makeup look, baking, baking is that not for you. <laughs> yeah. Leave it to the queens. They're yeah. the pros. <laughs> um, That's really interesting. But yeah, a lot of makeup stuff that we have now comes from oh, yeah. drag and yeah, other people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other people that aren't TikTokers. Though yeah. I will say the TikTokers, 
people shit on social media and I get it. And it can be a very toxic, horrible place. Um, But I think specifically TikTok has made beauty very inclusive Mm -hmm. and has made it very easy to look at products before you buy them. Right. Which is really good for budget and the environment. Because again, you buy something, you return it. It's not going back on the shelf. It's going in the garbage, Mm -hmm. Um, which is tough. But it's also like, well, how am I supposed to know? how right. this is going to look or feel, but you can look for people online mm-hmm. that are similar skin tone to you or wear their makeup similar to lead to you and then hear their recommendations and kind of yeah. bop around. Yeah. That's yeah. great. So I think there, there's definitely pluses and minuses to the internet. Cause also people are always lying to you a hundred percent. There's a ton of non-disclosed ads flying around on there for makeup all the time. So just yeah. bop around. Don't, don't trust just one source. Like even this podcast, don't trust just me. Yeah, go online, follow follow makeup artists who are working in the in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. I certainly am not. I'm doing makeup on myself on my phone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's very different than someone who is going out and doing like those celebrity makeup artists I mentioned. They're going out and doing other people's makeup all day. Mm-hmm. Bridal makeup artists are doing bridal makeup every single day. Follow yeah. them, get their advice. Mm. Yeah. Um, well, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to yet another episode. Um, We really appreciate it. Make sure you are washing your hands, wearing your mask, um, sending us emails. If you have any questions for us, we love reading through those. Um, What else am I missing? Getting vaccinated, being Mm -hmm. kind to your neighbors, tipping your servers, and just being lovely people. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.